0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriagepodcast.
1: I've heard it said that a healthy marriage is made up of two forgivers. And if you've been married a while, you know just how true that statement is. Golly, I go back to our early days and I I knew I had messed up. And Dina would look at me like, well, are you going to apologize? And it's like, I know... I have to apologize for something is it for this no <laughs> and so it, it was almost a, a a game for us to kind of get into a groove of learning that wasn't intentional but i still need to forgive it and i didn't mean that quite like it came out i'm still doing that by the way 35 years later uh, but enough about me. I'm John Fuller. Let's talk about Greg and Aaron Smalley and how they have had to forgive each other. Yeah. Rarely
2: does that happen every day. Every <laughs> I was <gonna> hour. Say. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time well. we were getting ready to go on a trip and I, I, where we were going, I wanted to bring my favorite pair of shorts and then I'd been sick, so I needed some medication. So I couldn't find them. So I, I yelled down, to Aaron, who was downstairs, I said, hey, where, do you know do where my shorts and medicine's at? And I guess the way I said it implied like she had hit it or yeah. taken yeah. it. I was like,
0: yeah, I, I have a, a stock of your medication and as well your shorts. Like I have real needs for those.
2: She's stealing my medication, <laughs> yes. basically. And so we just we just got in this argument because I'm, I'm like, why are you yelling back at me? Just before me? you're just going on asking, vacation, I think yeah.
1: is what yes. you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm
2: like, I'm just asking. So if you don't know where it is, I'll keep looking. Anyway, oh, we just, one of those to where it, yes. just, it ended up where we were silent in the car and totally disconnected <laughs> as we're going to the airport. And I remember just kind of walking through the terminal, just, you know, Aaron just way up in front of me. <laughs> she won't even walk
1: next to me. I don't even want to yeah. look at you.
2: And so just, just pulling up next to her, I, you know, Hey, I'm, I, I was reactive. I am so sorry. Um, man, I love you. Let's figure this out, and and it was good. I mean, we we talked, and both of us, I think. Mainly Aaron, But anyway, asked for forgiveness, <laughs> and uh, she held my hand. That's okay. when I knew everything was going to be Well, okay. that's that's, the, when that's when what yes. we have
1: to learn as couples, is how do you broach that silence? How do you break that silence and get to a point of actual communication without all the emotional baggage? That's why
2: we have children. Yeah. See? Because <laughs> they them, make it so much easier. Just, yeah. Let them mediate. They're so good at
1: that. Well, Jim Daly talked with Al and Lisa Robertson. They have a really incredible story. They're part of the Robertson family uh, from Duck Dynasty, if you've seen the TV show, and... And they're going to describe in this clip how forgiveness really saved their marriage.
3: You give five ways for forgiveness that can start that journey. Describe the five ways.
4: Well, I think, first of all, it starts off with you and the forgiveness that you receive from God.
3: That can be hard for people.
4: Oh, it's absolutely. It's one of the hardest things, I believe, is to actually believe that there is someone out there who loves you enough to forgive all the rotten things that you've ever done in your life. Right. I mean, that's a hard thing to think about.
5: And it's back to that conditional thing we talked about a minute ago. It's hard to imagine an unconditional God that says, I love you that much. Mm -hmm. I love you no matter what. No matter what. And so we feel so rotten. So to embrace that, to me, it's one of the biggest faith issues people have Mm -hmm. is that God's that big. Mm.
4: And I think the second one um, comes from you receive that forgiveness from the person that you've offended. Uh, In my case, it was Alan, and I had an affair 15 years into our marriage, and I was not honest about who I was the first 15 years that we were together. Mm. And so I had to ask him to please forgive me because if he didn't forgive me, our relationship was not going to go forward and i believe that's number two you have to ask for that forgiveness from the person that you have offended yeah
3: Al. let me before we move on to that because that that's a tender statement you've just made and i want to capture that because again someone maybe many people listening are in that spot where they have an unfaithful spouse Mm -hmm. Al, um you know those are very difficult things to deal with obviously lisa comes to you and says i need forgiveness Many people in the Christian world, that's the, the e-ticket for you know us old Disneyland people. That's right. That's the, the get-out-of-jail-free card. I right. mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to leave this marriage because God says I can. This is one of maybe two things I can uh, walk
5: away from the marriage. But you didn't. Right. Why? You know, I, and I had a lot of people advising me to. I'm sure. You know? Just like people were telling my mom earlier, you know, yeah. you need to leave your dad. I think, Jim, there's two things that happened and I've seen this in so many other couples after Lisa and I, it certainly happened with me, there's kind of a two stage when it comes to this forgiveness. One is you're able to say, well, yes, I can get past what you've done to me. But then that second, in a relationship, in a marriage, that second one of, can I now say, I'm not gonna allow this to hurt us going forward. Yeah, we have to go forward. That's right, and so, and that's total, that's a whole nother step. You know, that first step of just saying, I have the capacity to do it, you know. God's forgiven me, so I can forgive somebody. But can I live that forgiveness? Yes. Or because the first time she does something I don't like, or she's dishonest, I'm gonna want to go back and drag all this stuff up and throw it at her. Oh yeah. And so that, to me, that two-step process of forgiveness was the key to us being able to make it in in our marriage and our relationship. And and to be honest with you, you, you asked why I was able to do it. I don't know. I just was. I, I've run into people that didn't and couldn't and and I and I hate it for them because I know that the potential is there. Yeah. But I just knew somewhere deep down that she there was something more that she could be something different than what she had been. Those first 15 years <laughs> well, with the disaster. You really I mean it takes my breath away you're really describing how God sees us. That's right. Yeah. You know that's yeah. the that's
3: the the mere thing here. That's mm-hmm. this is what God is trying to show us in this life is that These are my attributes when you can forgive and take that next step. I do it every day with you.
4: (laughs) And he had a great example, you know, in his Mm -hmm. mom. Right. And so he lived it, you know, the first 10 years of his life. That's what he lived was watching his mom.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And she's one of my heroes now because she became something different. I mean, that was powerful. I
1: so appreciate what Al and Lisa have said and their candor, their vulnerability. Um, Aaron, speak to the person who may be in a little bit of a different situation from the Robertsons. Maybe there has been an apology, but it's not accepted. In other words, I'm asking for your forgiveness, but uh-uh, you're not getting it.
0: The, the truth is, John, we, again, we cannot control what the other person does, but We are responsible to seek forgiveness. We're called to that because we've been forgiven. That is what we are called to. And so, as I, if I hurt Greg and I go to him and ask him to forgive me, he may resist initially. Often, the other person is hesitant to extend forgiveness because they're so fearful that the other person doesn't understand how badly they were hurt. Mm -hmm. So, maybe it's an opportunity for you if forgiveness isn't being offered to step in and say, really, I apologize that I'm noticing you're not really opening back up to me. Can we sit down and let me just listen to what was this like for you? What was that experience like for you? And just step into that listener role of just seeking to understand what that was really like for them. Mm. Because typically what we'll do as human beings is if I forgive you, well, then you're just going to hurt me again.
1: So is there room for kind of an automatic response? Like, okay, I'll forgive you, but I don't really feel it.
0: Somebody might say, I, I forgive you. You think about kids mm. when they, you know, well, mom said, I had to ask you to forgive me. And it's, you know, you can tell the difference between a heart response And same on the other side. As someone is extending the forgiveness, they might say, fine, I forgive you. But if relationally you feel like something's off, like their heart's not back open to you, focus on being that safe person that I want to understand you. I value you. I want to be connected. I want to know what's going on inside of you. Can you help me understand? Mm. Huge as far as causing the other person or influencing the other person to open back up.
2: And I love Aaron what you're saying because I really do think that is so key that when when a spouse won't forgive, why not make it our automatic assumption that it's probably because they don't feel heard and really understood, really empathized with. And I, I used to battle Aaron early on in our marriage. You know, if if whatever was going on, if I didn't feel that she was forgiving me, then I would argue more and yeah,
1: approach mo- yeah. with more logic because yeah. that'll help. Yeah, yeah. that or, really worked. I was so or guilty of that.
2: I wanted to say, you know, well, God, you know, gave you grace. Why aren't you giving me grace? Mm-hmm. I probably didn't say that out loud, but I certainly mm-hmm. would think it. And, and and yet, over the years, learning that that if I sense that that after I've asked her to forgive me, that she's being hesitant or it's not happening that to, for me to really jump in to go you know what let me let me better understand what that was like for you cuz it 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 seems like maybe beyond what i understand that was really hurtful mm. and and i don't think i fully get it so help me to better understand and there there's just something about when when someone feels finally that that you have entered into their pain and have just listened to validated that by saying something like you know i i can totally see from from your vantage point why that that would have been so hurtful mm-hmm. even if i don't agree with her when i really try to put myself in her shoes to go what would that have been like had that happened to me or how would i have felt yeah. if she had done that to me there there's something about that that deeper sort of empathic connection that that can can really create forgiveness because one, the more that I learn and understand um, her pain, her experience, what that was like for her, it actually motivates me to really go, man, I yeah, you're right, I blew it. Versus feeling maybe originally that I was just saying the words mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. hey, I'm sorry, but but when I really understand deeply what this was like for her, boy, that that does something for me. And it it had an impact then on Aaron, Mm -hmm. who then feels like, you know, he really gets it. And and Mm -hmm. oftentimes forgiveness flows from there.
1: Well, we want to um, do a couple of things here as we close out. One, recommend the Robertson's book, Desperate Forgiveness, which tells a lot more in depth about their healing journey and the role of forgiveness in their relationship. And we'll send a copy of that If you can make a donation, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today, Um, join our support team. This is our thank you gift to you for doing that and making podcasts and magazine articles, videos, and events possible for other couples. Um, We've got details in the show notes. And then uh, Greg mentioned counseling, and we certainly would refer you to our counseling department if things are really serious. Um, We would be happy to set up a time for them to give you a call. Uh, Just give us a call and we'll do that. Our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. And next time we'll hear more from Al and Lisa Robertson. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Greg Smalley, Aaron Smalley, and the rest of the team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for tuning in for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.